Howdy. Welcome to the Bait Shack Podcast, presented by hashtag Come to the Shack. Your home for freshwater fishing tips, grumblings from the grove, big game banner, and all the chum you can feed on regarding University of Ole Miss Athletics. We're coming to you from the Landshark Lounge on Lake Sardis, so grab a cold one, sit back, and reel in the Bait Shack cast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Bait Shack. It is a special Egg Bowl Week edition. We're coming a little earlier this week with the game being on Thursday. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, We missed last week with uh, just a Vanderbilt game with kind of some illnesses. I was under the weather, so we missed a recording last week. And then uh, the week before we had game day, I was a little slow getting that one uploaded. I'll still get that one uploaded, but uh, I guess it's kind of been like two weeks, really, of of off time um, in a way here, so... We've got Cody tonight, uh, chef, and we also have Reed, our fellow Mississippi State voice. Uh, he's joining us again with it being Egg Bowl week. And uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about tonight. So first things first, got a couple games from Ole Miss to recap. Just a quick little shout. Um, we had the Texas A&M College game day where we uh, we knocked over the, the Aggies kind of up and down the field. It was more of a defensive battle than I had expected. Um, college game day looked great. I actually did get the chance to go down. Uh, looked really good. Really good environment. Uh, a lot of people there. Having Lane as a guest speaker, I, I was a little hesitant on what that might be like, but it ended up working out in the end. Uh, I thought he did a really good job. The Aggies brought a lot of fans, which they always do. Um, but, I mean, really, I think the biggest shout on that game would have to go to the defense. You know, the offense did enough, but the defense really stepped up, slowed down the run game, and stopped Calzada, who had been on a hot streak. Uh, I know it's two weeks ago, but Cody, Chef, you guys have any kind of thoughts on that game? Yeah, our defense looked great that game. Like, the defense came and showed out, got a safety. A.J. Finley's pick six. The defense looked amazing that week. Yeah, I pretty I pretty much second that. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better performance by the defense. Offense could have been better, but, I mean, all in all, it was a pretty good game. Yeah, a lot of yards. I think they had, like, 400 in the first half and only 15 points, which is a little weird. Um, like, we drove the length of the field, it felt like, three or four different times they all just either ended up on downs or they ended up in field goals um it's kind of been a i feel like a theme throughout this year like we just haven't been able to finish when we get down there all the time you know we we do well enough but sometimes just feel like these jives are stalling um so yeah we had that game then of course everybody got sick myself included uh being out in the cold for like four hours and then also like 12 during the day um i don't know just i know myself my buddy that went i think randy was a little under the weather just oxford in general a little little sick for the week we go into vanderbilt senior night and uh kind of a less than stellar crowd but you know there are a few factors there uh, chef had mentioned earlier like the students have gone home a lot of them anyway for a break they're on break right now um it's just it's vanderbilt it's not a really exciting big big game but cody you did say you went this past weekend uh, so tell us what that was like. How was it being? Uh, how was it like being back in Oxford? Well, I mean, I always loved my time in Oxford, but like I, I knew like as soon as I went to the Grove, like the vibes were not there. Like it, it wasn't popping like it usually is. Everybody was kind of quiet. Like I, I don't know. It just seemed like it was like uh, it's the end of the season. It's Vanderbilt. Yeah, whatever. We're just here. Yeah, I mean, we also have to remember. I think we'd had three home games in a row. Um, that being our third 
and the week before that would have been Halloween, and then the week before that would have been LSU, which was another huge weekend. So you're really looking at like four of the five last weeks were home games, and one of those was Halloween. The one off week that wasn't a home game was Halloween. I don't know. It just feels like maybe a little growth fatigue. Maybe just people a little tired. You know, it's Vanderbilt. It's probably the least exciting matchup out of all of those games. I, I don't know. I'm, I know it sounds like I'm making excuses, but I can understand the lack of attendance there. Yeah, and also, like, I know as much as people like to say, like, the players should play good regardless, but, like, they feed off the crowd, and the crowd's energy was, like, not there. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. I think it kind of reflected on the field. Like, it just looked like the energy wasn't there. It was out of the gate. God, I thought we were going to beat them 60 and nothing. And then same kind of thing happened that we were talking about, like, just kind of some stalled drives by the offense. Defense did enough to keep us in it, but it wasn't the best way to go out, I feel like. <laughs> but, hey, whatever. Undefeated yeah. at home. It is what it is. Um, any notes you want to take away from that game, though, um, that you saw? I, I like seeing Mingo at, out there. I mean, he doesn't—he didn't really do anything, but I love seeing that he's actually healthy enough to be on the field. Yeah, getting him some movement, getting back in the swing of things. Hopefully, he's going to be healthy this upcoming week, right? Oh yeah. I mean, they've already said he's not going to be one hundred percent, but like he said, he said there's other guys on the team that are hurting too. Okay. So. Yeah, he'll be he'll be out there. So um, that basically, I mean, that wraps up the last couple weeks for us. Uh, Ole Miss finishes at nine and two so far. Like I know you've all seen on Twitter and everything. You know, we're going for the first ten win regular season in program history. Um, of course, it comes on the road at Mississippi State. Just of course, that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, a really good season. I think they said it's something like what nine in a row at home now or something like that. Um, yeah. We're undefeated at home this season. I don't know what the numbers on that first time since whenever, but. I mean, it's pretty sweet. Like, Lane's got us in a really good place right now um, as far as, you know, regular season and everything. Um, I'm trying to remember. Cody, you and I, I think, are the only ones that did a game-by-game game prediction at the beginning of the season. I can't remember. What, what did I have? I swear you had us 10-2. and two. <laughs> I did. And I think you said, because you wanted to say we'd beat a and M. I I forget who the wins or losses no, were no. against. I, I, I was going to say we beat Auburn and lose to A&M, but I was like, no, A&M's a home game, so we're going to win that one, so I switched them. Yeah, I think for Cody, you were probably the closest then. I think I had yeah. us at 8-4 and four or 9-3 and three maybe. Reed, where'd you have us at the beginning of the year? I'm trying to think. I think 7-3 and three maybe? Come again, come again. Wait, let me think. What I have us at? Seven I five. No, I didn't have us losing five. I was losing to Bama, LSU, and A and M. So we had three losses. So nine and three. Yeah. At the end of the season. Yeah. <clears throat> and then just for fun, Reed, where did you have Ole Miss this year? Nine and three. You had nine and three too. Well, I was the one that was low then. I think I was eight and four, nine and three, that range. Um. Damn well, it was pretty close to eight and four at times. But hey, whatever. Nine and two, ten and two. Hopefully by the end of the week, we'll see. Um, but you know, from there, we'll look around the rest of the SEC because a lot of things have been a lot of moving parts in the last couple of weeks, and we're gonna get to that in a second too. Um, Chef's gonna kind of help us out with the coaching roulette that's been going on. Um, I think it, I'm trying to remember. I don't have it pulled up in front of us, but I know a lot of us had Kentucky being the number two team in the East, not the number two. I'm sorry, number three team. And uh, we all had Florida at number two, I believe. That that did not happen. Florida, I mean, they're not going to finish last, but Vanderbilt hardly counts as an SEC team anymore, so it might as well be no, last. No, they're, they're last. The the, uh, the the meltdown against Missouri last week. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe Missouri actually won. 
just feel like Dan didn't care. Dan Mullen is a dickhead. I think he knew he was getting fired. He doesn't care. Yeah. I wouldn't either. I mean, I get it. Whatever. Getting... Couldn't happen to a classier guy. Yeah. Reed, your thoughts on that? It couldn't happen to anyone better. <laughs> the Dan Mullen <laughs> downfall. Do you are you no longer salty that he left or anything? You know, it's, it's kind of guy. It only lasted what like four years. Yeah, four years. Felt pretty quick. I don't know. One of those years being a COVID year, I guess maybe just makes it feel shorter. But it really doesn't feel like he was there for long. Um, so we'll move over to the West. I believe that actually, except for Mississippi State, you bastards. I'm pretty sure that went about according to what we all thought. A lot of people had Ole Miss at two. I'm not sure anybody had LSU that far down. Um, they're going to finish dead last. We were talking about that a second ago. It was actually That's pretty sad. Like, there's no excuse for LSU to finish last with all that talent. Like, There's just no excuse. There's a lot of talent there. Um, I'm loving it. I don't they literally sad. almost <laughs> beat Bama with 10 starters out. Like, They had them in the final minutes. They literally did. And if they score, they win because that was a six-point game. <laughs> Uh, any other sh- surprises for you guys on that, though? Honestly, I didn't think Bama. I don't, I, don't, I don't think they're that good. I just don't. I think they're pretty just average this year because they're so young. But next year, they're going to terrorize everybody. They have everybody coming back. Do they? I thought they lost some on the defense. They get the offense back. They get Will the Anderson back. I know. Aren't the linebackers gone? They're losing to Toa. Yeah, whatever the Samoan kid's name is, he's gone. But, I mean, they don't really I like think, the linebackers anyway. So, I think John Mechie's gone. Yeah, Mechie's gone, but he's uh, not. So is, so is the Ohio State transfer. He's not J-Mo, yeah, he'll be gone. But, I mean, isn't their wide receiver room's pretty deep. They're just young. Is, um, what's Robinson, isn't he going to be gone? Is he a senior? Or yeah, he's a like? senior, but they have yeah. Trey Sanders and uh, what's that kid's name? from Alito, Texas, coming back. So they're going to lose pieces, but they've got... The people ones. behind them are better, little, if not the same. Ready. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, now, Chef, I'm going to turn it over to you here. Run us through the coaching roulette that's been going on because there's all a right. whole bunch of news coming let's out. Let's see. Yeah. Let's start off. Lane is not leaving. Can we please all just relax? Oh, my gosh. Miami... Is not going to open up more than likely. Florida is going to get Billy Napier. LSU, I don't know what they're doing down there. They're on a whole. I see a new candidate every hour. I saw Jim Harbaugh not even three hours ago. No. Shit. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I saw Jim Harbaugh. Like, I don't know what they're doing down there. Bill Be- Bill Belichick. They mess up just not going to get Napier first. Honestly, he's literally 45 minutes away. I don't know why you're shooting that high to yeah. go take Lincoln Riley. You literally had somebody right in your backyard. You could have just taken no hoopla. Did they actually offer Lincoln? Yes. They offered him 12 so, mil. And they might spin back and up the offer, too, from what I've heard. And they oh went for God. and they went for Jimbo, right? Yeah. They're, st- they, they're still going after those two, which is not surprising, especially now that LSU's about to be. I mean, A&M's about to be in Baton Rouge this week, too. Wouldn't be surprising if they met. If I'm leaking, yeah. I'm jumping all over that. Yeah, I am, too. Oklahoma, he's hit his ceiling there. I don't I well, don't know. 
They're going to the SEC, though, so who's to say that his ceiling isn't going to change now? He's never going to win a national championship at Oklahoma. He had his chance, and now you have to deal with Alabama, LSU. I mean, last time they played LSU, he was embarrassed. I just don't see them absolutely doing anything. That's true. Um... All right, and then you said there was some Auburn potential coaching news. Yeah, Harson to Washington. And for the reason I heard, it just doesn't make sense because he doesn't want to get vaxxed, but in Washington you have to get vaxxed. I don't know. but Well, it, and we, we were talking about this, but also Peterson was there. Yeah, his mentor was Chris Peterson, and Harson just doesn't fit in down here from what I I've agree. heard. The boosters, he doesn't talk to the boosters or anything. He doesn't fit in down here. It was never a fit from the start. No matter how much people tried to make it work, it, it didn't work. From what I've heard about him, he sounds like he'd be a good coach at like Army or something. Well, he's a he's a, like a Pacific Northwest guy. Like he doesn't understand like how important boosters are. He's not used to having to go and talk to boosters. The like, politics of it all. Yeah, like his only Southern experience was Arkansas State, and then he went back up north. Yeah. To the Pacific Northwest, so like, it's not like he's a Southern guy. I don't even know who they hire. It's too late. Like every that's that's why my next question was: Sorry, is what does Auburn do if that does happen? They don't even know. They don't know. I talked to one guy. He said I can't even like figure out candidates. So it's not <laughs> a good situation for anybody because now you're having to compete with LSU. Florida's off the board. But I mean USC. I was say USC's still out there. We all forget about that. But yeah, USC's out there. there. It's so many dominoes that could fall. If Lincoln Riley takes um, LSU, now OU's open. It's oh, just God. too many dominoes. Like Lane's taking four jobs, man. <laughs> one thing I would be worried about is Levy to OU. I definitely yeah. think he would get. And then if Aranda goes LSU, but, Baylor's I mean, open. If Levy gets OU, like. Like, congrats to him, though. Yeah, he went yeah, there. Like, I I'll, be, be I'll, be, I'll be happy for him. Yeah. And I, I don't see us having a problem getting a good offense coordinator. No. I don't think we get Graham Harrell. But the thing is, Levy hasn't really been talked about as a head coaching candidate at all. I've, been, I've seen him only mentioned at Texas Tech. How did he not get UCF? There were some backstage things I heard that the new AD didn't like him like telling players to campaign for him. That's bullshit, man. Yeah. Does does Auburn go back to steel then? Who knows with them? That's what, like I can't figure out who they'd hire. Like who'd even be a fit there? Hugh they, Freeze. They, they backed their way into Harson last year because there's nobody left. I think they I think Hugh Freeze goes to Virginia Tech. I do too. Really? Oh. Yeah. I don't see him they, back in SEC. Yeah, that's why no. Virginia Tech fired him. They kind of, kind of had their guy. Maybe Fuente's a dick. Nobody liked him there, and he God. didn't win enough. He'd been there for so long, six years. In these like seven win seasons at best. I think he had an eight winner in there. Maybe he was the one that came from Southern, wasn't he? No, he came from uh, Memphis. He's who's on. Oh, he was okay. the coach of that Memphis team that beat us in fifteen. What was the head coach from Southern that went Virginia Tech? I'm trying to think. I'm not ringing any bells on this. So oh, many dominoes. North Carolina. Huh? Yeah, it's Fedora. Oh, that's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. He went North Carolina. 
There's one of them schools over there. They're and so why, is, why isn't Lane Kiffin going to Miami? Because they don't have money. They are literally <laughs> poor. I don't know this notion of where they think they have this money is coming from. This is not 2001. No. Manny Diaz's buyout alone is eight mil off rip. If you fire him right now, you owe him eight million dollars. Then you have Why to compete. If, and then if you want to fire Lane, you have to compete with us. You don't have the money for that. Cristobal's buyout is insane, and now they're talking about Nike. You're talking about compete with Nike money. Then you, you, this isn't the year for them to fire Manny. I'm not even trying to be biased, but it's too late. You're not gonna have anybody. Do, do we have any idea what Lane's bio actually is? Because Keith said it was healthy. I think it's like five or six. That's, that doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I don't think. Let me look. I, I don't think. I don't think it's actually out there. Is what I'm asking. That's some. That's some. I don't think it's so under wraps. Dude, that's what's so annoying about this whole thing is like Mississippi needs to change their contract rule. Well, somebody said the other day it's actually like it works like as a blessing to an extent, like because oh, this buyout, not, this little buyout is nothing. Speak four point five mil. That's not healthy. No, that's not. That's chump change. That is unserious. One booster. No, wait. He's set to make 4.5 mil. I was going to say. His buy. Let's see. Whatever buy. I, I don't think it's out there because I looked it up. Though, no, it's not. 4.5 is still not that much. His incentives are nuts, though, right? Yeah. Like was saying. Yes. Yeah, he made he made like 150K just being Vandy the other day. Wow. <laughs> I could make that money. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I'm not doing this whole coaching search thing every year. Lock him down if he wants to stay. If he doesn't, let him go. I'm not doing this every year. This is too much. Oh, I think you're going to do it every year. If, if you want Lane Kiffin as your coach, you're doing this every year. Yeah, Which is a good thing because if, if you're not doing it, that means he's not doing well. I mean, yeah, but... Nobody he, wants a, a you know 6-6 six and six coach or whatever, 7-4. and four. Oh, sure. Come on, man, Matt Luke. Be great, great. Well, I didn't. I didn't say nobody wants a four and eight coach. Yeah. <laughs> Five and seven. Come on. Give him some slack. Five and seven. I will say, uh, I feel like I should touch on his comments for about the crowd today. How do y'all feel ahead. about that? I, I didn't like him. Honestly, I didn't. I feel like it, it, it kind of bothered me. It's not that it bothered me. I feel like he doesn't realize, I guess, how small of a fan base we are. I mean, Ole Miss alone, I don't really think we have 20K kids anymore. We don't. I mean, yeah. Do you, do you think Lane knows that? I really don't think he knows I don't think he knows that. I feel like he thinks we're SEC, so we're this giant fan base, but we're not. Yeah. Like, I, one of my buddies was asking, he's like, so how big of a school is that? Is that like 30,000 or something? I was like, no, no, no. it's a small school. And he was, they was oh, 25,000? I'm like, dude, we have like 16,000 undergrads. Yeah, I think it's, it's a like, small school. Yeah, I think it's like 19, 19 now. It's yeah, not twenty. Think, yeah, we looked it up. It was like it wasn't twenty. It was like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, somewhere in there. It's and not a big school. I think it's smaller than graduates. state now. It's way small. State has like five thousand more kids. Really? Yeah. It's not. It's not good. But <clears throat> I mean, I do want to see more butts and seats. But if you're like, if you live out of state, which most of our alums do now, 
Yeah. Getting to Oxford's a pain. We've touched on that before, but that's where State's gonna kick our ass every time. Is that they're it's always gonna look like they have a better following because you you know all your fans are in state, but yeah. Ole Miss is so out of state. That's why it looks like we travel so well because like we kind of do because we have a mm-hmm. bigger alumni base in every major city. Yeah. So we do you know we do have better you know away crowds I guess, but it's the getting to Mississippi that's so hard. And there's like yeah. four hotels in Oxford, like we yeah, said. We, We've beat it to death. Those are so expensive, too. Like, if I didn't have Randy to stay with for the A&M game, I wouldn't have gone. No. Yeah. After like, this year, it's going to be a minute before I go back. Like, 25% of the county I go, I live in goes up to the state games, and yeah. it's only like an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> what they need to do is, I, I feel like they need to, like, try to get a big, bigger footprint in Memphis. I feel like we've talked about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, once we lost that, that was... I can't believe you let Tennessee take Memphis like that. That's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. That would be a big help. Get a little boost from Memphis because I don't think the Jackson crowd's quite doing it for you. That's, what, two and a half hours away? Three. Three. Parts of it are two and a half. The other That's parts almost three. Steve, yeah. I'm four. I'm four and some change. Jackson's three. Now, you're what, really far west of Atlanta? Yeah. I'm 20 minutes west of Atlanta. You're four hours away. Yeah, I always remember that drive being like five or six. It feels it's like, like four five hours. Or six. It's like four hours, like thirteen minutes, I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, getting back a little bit, what you're talking about, I, I, that rubbed me the wrong way. It just seemed unnecessary to kind of throw more shade at it, and we, you know, making excuses earlier or whatever. But those are legitimate reasons why there was a lower crowd. Oh, yeah. it, it wasn't that bad. I mean, fifty-one thousand. Yeah, fifty-one thousand for Vanderbilt. Like after three consecutive home games, like I, I don't feel like that's that bad. It, it wasn't. Yeah. And after game day, there's always going to be that game day hangover. Plus, the, you had the flu going around. Yeah, the flu was destroying everybody. I know eight people with the flu right now. Like, <laughs> that was the reason I didn't go to Oxford last weekend or yeah. weekend before last because. Person I was going with caught the flu. I felt like death on Tuesday and Wednesday. I was dying from the weekend. Got the vid. I did get tested. I did not have the vid. I was safe. But I did have a nasty cough. It was pretty bad. Um, I will say the crowd for Texas A&M, very, very good. That just reminded because I was absolutely hoarse. Like I couldn't talk for the week, for the following week. Um, I was standing the entire time. That was the first game I've ever been to where I didn't get told to sit down. The entire game we stood. And I turned I turned around halfway through and there's this child sent, standing behind us. And so I felt like I felt like an asshole. I said to the dad, I was like, I right, we'll sit down. I'm sorry, I didn't realize he was back here. We've just been focusing. He was like, No, no, no. Stand up. He's good. He needs to see what it looks like to cheer for his team. He's good. Don't worry about it. I was yeah. like, All right. The future of old miss is in good hands. Like that was reassuring. I just like I said I don't like that he made that statement when it, it wasn't necessary to make especially the way our recruiting's going and then your name is in every coaching rumor dude like come on I agree and then, and then his comment about the um about the rivalry people were like oh he's he's out he's leaving I was like, dude, I'm, I, I didn't get that from that comment. I, I think he just doesn't get it yet. No, he doesn't. No, him somebody, and somebody, buddy. somebody said 
Um, somebody obviously hasn't lost an egg bowl before. Yeah, no. He's never been to Starkville. Yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna. Yeah, I guess he did been... with Bama, but he wasn't. He wasn't there with us. Yeah, he's he doesn't understand it yet. I think he, him nor Leach. I feel like Leach understands it more than he does. I agree. The, he doesn't understand the vitriol he's about to walk into on Thursday night. That's gonna no. be. And I I always say this. I, it's the dumbest fucking rivalry. I hate the rivalry, but I hate it, it but is, I love it. It's real because it's insane. real. No, it is real. Like it's, it's not like is not one of those rivalries where we just like, play them and it's it goes away. No, like it continues. Especially after last year, the stunts we pulled, all that we run the sip stuff. Yeah. If we lose, I I guarantee they have we run the sip hats. No, I dude, guarantee like, they have them made. Oh, they have them ready. About yeah. about three years ago, I don't know what year it was actually. I was at a New Year's party and like I don't know, I was drunk. I was like rubbing in this damn this girl's face about us winning it. I literally got bitch slapped, like just oh. for just for like talking shit about us winning the game. I was like. It's real, man. Like, like losing to them, especially not they have that national championship in baseball. It's oh, been yeah. hell on earth. No matter what happens, it's the national championship in baseball. I'm over it. We need to drag them through the mud and we, get we out. Can, we might as well just get on to the game right quick. Cause, Let's I go mean, ahead and next... get on to it. That's what I'm saying. The next thing we're gonna do is talk about the game. Um, I, for one, I'm very nervous. I had a nightmare about it last night. Not even. Kidding. I know Cody's not. I know Cody's not. Cody never is. What was your nightmare, Chef? Run us so, through that. We missed another field goal. We, we missed miss the field goal, anymore. and they ran across the field and they put on that ugly jumbotron they had. It was the blue rerun the sit, but it turned maroon. Ew. Oh, it was bad. I was like, oh my gosh. And like they oh, had the hats out, ideas. they had the hats out. I was like, dude, this is not good. Like I will run on that ideas. field myself and play. Like this is not the one game we can't just like we can just we can't start slow. Especially with a Sugar Bowl possibly on the line. There's too much on the line, man. So Mississippi State's coming off of um, a big win against Auburn. Obviously, they they played a nobody last week, um, but. Reed, we're going to bring you in here because I, I kind of mentioned it last time we had you on, I think. You had said earlier this year when they, when you guys were facing that three-game stretch against ranked Kentucky and then at Arkansas and then at ranked Auburn, you're like, we're going to win two of the three. And I'm pretty sure everybody in that group chat said you were f***ing crazy and that's not no, going to happen. we all laughed. We laughed our asses off. And yeah. then you all, you damn near won all three of them. I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for some late last-second heroics from arkansas you win all three of those and this is a really weird game we're walking into but go ahead and just run us run us through that i mean that was a hell of a performance at the end of the season four and four and one to close out the season right now yeah the uh, auburn game another touchdown towards the end of the half state got the momentum and then i think it's like some highlight tape where uh rule rogers said we're not pretty much fucking losing these guys and then they drove down the field for two straight touchdowns I think at one point, State was down by five. But when they blocked that photo against Auburn, I'm like, we're going to come back and win. And then State just kept pouring it on. And then I think Auburn got one touchdown, but I think State outscored them 43-6 to six in the second half. Or no, yeah, was... 34-6. They scored one in the uh, first half. But then 
I think now in the offense, Will Rogers, he's just clicking. Because I think he, he broke Dak's single-season record against Tennessee State. Threw for almost 400 yards in two and a half quarters. And I think going into the Egg Bowl, the momentum for State's uh, clicking. Like oh, it's they're real. In sync. It, it, they're in sync. And I think, even though it might rain, I think State's offense will probably look as best as it's looked all year. I, it looked pretty damn good against Auburn. I mean, six touchdowns. I didn't actually get to see it because I was in the Grove, but I saw some highlights. 40-6 to six run, I think, to finish that game. I mean, I saw the – it was 28-3, I think, where we were like, you know, we are tailgating just acting a fool, and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, in Auburn. Me and Picasso, we, we went to go get toilet paper from Uncommon Auburn to roll the trees. <laughs> and we ended up taking a nap, and we wake up, and, like, the game's over in Mississippi State when I was so confused. Just, how long did I sleep for? <laughs> Bro, I woke up. I was like, there's just no way that happened. Oh, man. I, I think one thing to look for in a game is if State gets off to a hot start. And the game's either tied at, at halftime or State has like a three or seven point lead. State's been proving that they just come out firing in the second half. I think for Ole Miss to win, they would have to be up at at least two touchdowns at halftime. So other than that, I think State can pull it off and win. <laughs> We we that, see I mean we said it earlier, we start real slow in the second half. It just kinda of feels like we don't have it turned on quite like we do sometimes when we start the second half. I don't know. I'm gonna give a hot take on this game and say it's gonna be somewhat of a defensive battle. Well it's I feel been like same. that for Ole Miss. Yeah, I could see it. Would we say the over under was it was like sixty five or something? I think it's sixty one. Sixty one. I can't see that. I'm 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 taking the under. I'm taking the under too. Like everybody's like, oh, it's gonna be a shootout, like forties and fifties. No, I don't think so. I really last don't. year wasn't even a shootout. I feel like both offenses were no. better last year. Yeah, and it's sixty-one. And, and how many times have we said like Ole Miss? I mean, at least at the beginning of the year, they kept putting up these massive over unders, and Ole Miss just kept coming short, coming short, coming short. Like I don't know, it's not that same juggernaut offense because the injuries and everything. Well, and also a lot of it, like, up. like I feel like a lot of times they try to just control the clock, like, not not necessarily like we still move fast, but we run the ball a lot. Yeah, I think it's because of the defense, really, because you know last year it was it was this big offense because we had to do that in order to win these games. You know, first of fifty wins, right? Yeah. But we don't have to do that this year. You know, the defense has actually stepped up and put us in a situation to like kind of take our pedal off, or the gas off the. Or take our foot off the pedal, I mean. Yeah, um, I, I saw, like, we were, like, in the top 10 most improved defenses, like, allowing 12.9 less points a game this year, which, I mean, that's that's, that's a significant difference. Yeah. We're only, a, like, less than a point more than Mississippi State right now allowing per game, you know. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. And I think the turnover battle, we're, like, I don't know, one of the top in the SEC. I think it's plus 12 or something. That's pretty big. Yeah. See, what would you say is Mississippi State's best win in that stretch? Because it's not Auburn anymore. They lost to South Carolina. Oh, A&M for sure. Are you talking about the end of the season? End of the season stretch. I still would have to be Auburn the way they came back. It would have to be, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Their best win of the year overall, though, is going to A&M and holding them to 22 points. I wake yes up and mad. no. I, I honestly, I would almost say Auburn was more impressive. Just because that was a brand yeah, new Calzada, that's not that wasn't the same Texas A and M team that was kind of meshing. You know, 
I don't know. After that, it felt like with State's offense is still hit or miss at the time. Like the receivers are still dropping passes, and Will Rogers wasn't the same. Now Rogers can go out there and throw thirty-eight for forty passes for four hundred yards and five touchdowns. I don't know how we're going to stop him. The drop eight hasn't been as effective on him this year. Because yeah, this all repetition, the receivers know where to sit down in the zone and run up at a catch. What are the chances Blake Heath starts a fight? <laughs> Seven out of ten. I'd go higher. Is he going to do the I, kick and run again? I could see there being a little scuffle before the kickoff. I think so. I don't like. I don't know. It's not. I'm not saying Matt Luke fed fuel onto the fire in past years, you know. But like the fact that Lane Kiffin is so off of the rivalry a little bit, and it feels like Leach is too, you know. I don't. Does that rub off on the players a little bit, or last year like, didn't he's... hit the same? I feel. I'm not gonna lie. Last year's like win did not hit the same. If it was like Mullen or Moorhead, like. Just yeah. Is, I don't know. Like it was good to win, but like if we beat one of them, like oh my god, I would have been so much better. Now, maybe because, like, State's actually kind of good this year, it'll kind of be, like, you know, a little more chippiness, a little pushing and shoving. Yeah, it's the biggest egg bowl since 2015. You know the the boys don't like Matt Corral also. No. That was my next point was there's definitely still some bad blood that's going to be graduating this year with their last shots getting it in. So, So ah. he he tweeted something earlier. Somebody posted the, uh, the video of him whenever he got into that scuffle. And he just quote tweeted it with a heart. Oh, his <laughs> freshman year? Yeah. Dude, that was like the most <laughs> exciting part of that whole game, if I'm being honest. That was that a boring sucked. game to watch. Dude, I was I was in the I was uh I was in the Smoky Mountains at the time. I we had bought some moonshine a few hours before. I was drinking so much. Were you damn I was gonna say, were you blacked oh out? God. Do you even remember it? <laughs> I need y'all's opinion on this though. Thanksgiving egg bowl or Saturday egg bowl? Saturday. Saturday. Anything, yeah, okay. anything, anything but Thanksgiving. Like you give me, give me Friday, but don't read Friday. Thanksgiving. Reed, what about you? Thanksgiving. I knew it. All right, I was gonna say it's a Mississippi thing. I swear, when you're from Mississippi, you love it on Thanksgiving. Dude, like half well, of my I, family is Mississippi State fans. I can't do that. I think just part too of much it's going nostalgia. On. I, I grew up watching it on Thanksgiving. So I think part of it's nostalgia. Oh, fair enough. When I grew fair up, enough. that's the way I that's the way I knew it. I don't know, man. It's just, it's so dumb. No one's watching this game. Well, used to they did it because there's only one NFL game and people would watch it like three games. Yeah. yeah. Some people that watch it from Mississippi are diehard college football fans. And the Saints have been on it for the last, like, I don't know, three of the last four or five Cowboys years. The Falcons have been on there. So it's like, it's even these Southern NFL teams where it's like, dude, nobody in the SEC is watching this if they give a damn about the NFL. I'm sorry. They'll flip back and forth, sure, but the primary is going to be NFL. I don't know. I always think I always think state fans like it a lot more than Ole Miss fans, just because like it's such a Mississippi thing to do it. But like, for for so many Ole Miss fans, I don't know how it is at your place, Chef. But like, we get together with the family, and it's NFL on the main TV, and like wherever else there's a TV on like with the family and everything. And then I'm banished to the basement to go watch my little egg bowl. <laughs> Which has its perks, right? Because then you don't have to like sit with family and do say, all that like, bullshit. When you're there out are of state, some perks. When you're out of state, nobody cares except for you. Like nobody in my family cares about the egg bowl. Yeah. Like it's just me. They drop in to be like, "Oh, what's the score? That's neat. All right, we're gonna go watch the NFL again." <laughs> yeah. 
like I, I, I had thought about like having family over to my house like Thanksgiving night like after we had done all our Thanksgiving stuff but I'm like no it's the Egg Bowl like half my family is state fans I cannot have them in my house no I wouldn't be able to do that either I will say it was a, it was really cool and all doing it in the Grove I've done that a few times just doing Thanksgiving in the Grove and shit that is always fun it's too cold to be doing all that man it's it actually, was okay. it's gonna be warm it's like I'm black. I'm black. We we don't do all that, man. No, I don't, I'm not <laughs> meant for those conditions. <laughs> What's the temperature going to be? What were you going to tell? The highest 69 on Thursday. What? Ooh. Go wait yourself, dude. It was colder for the A and M game. What the? F- well, two weeks ago. This is in Meridian, though. Oxford's oh. colder in Meridian. Yeah, but I mean, you're closest to Starkville, right? It'll probably still be about. Dude, 60. they were acting like Starkville was going to be like brutal conditions. Well, it's going to be raining. The highest highest 62 in Starkville. I mean, it's still different. 7 degrees. It's really not bad, though. 62? That's the high, though. It's not going to be. The low is 28. It's saying the kickoff would be around 40s. Oh, all right, all right. So the tailgating will be nice. The actual game is going to suck. The low is 28 with a 25% chance of rain, which we know in Mississippi, 25 means it's definitely going to rain. Let's see what it says here. I saw eighty percent today. Oh, well, my my weather app sucks. So yours is probably right. The iPhone weather <laughs> app is the most inaccurate thing. I use AccuWeather and it sucks. I don't yeah, know why 80, I use it because it sucks. Eighty-one percent chance is what mine says. What app are y'all using? I need to delete this one. Weather Channel app. Yeah, let me. That's probably the most accurate. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm nervous though. Um, I I never feel good about this game. And now that Mississippi State has momentum, I'm definitely not feeling too great. Do they, though? Do they have momentum? (sighs) Yeah, they do. They've got some good wins, man. I mean, they do, but I wouldn't call beating Tennessee State and then an Auburn team that's kind of tanked every game. And a coach is about to go. We couldn't beat Auburn? Oh, no, we couldn't. I I made the point that I, I feel like us having a lackluster game against Vanderbilt was the best thing that could have happened to them. A lot of fire under their ass. Yeah, because, I mean, the way I love the way Matt got the team together and was like, y'all play like this next weekend, y'all going to get y'all's ass whooped. I don't want any of y'all going out. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I, I feel like... I feel like Starkville is hell on earth. Like, Matt, and Matt knows how that feels. Like, the piss and miss took 15 years off my life. <laughs> Like the fact that that was the last time we played there, and it's still hey, crazy to think. I, I don't know. Doesn't that feel like it was so long ago? It feels like forever ago. That does not feel like two years ago. That, no, that one doesn't even bother me because it. I I always hate losing the state, obviously, but like yeah. you got rid of Matt Luke. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. bothers me because Luke Logan had one simple task. Well, Your job. You had to know that motherfucker was gonna screw it up. Yeah, you go for two in that situation. Yeah, it, I mean, what was it, a 32-yarder? 38 because 30. of the uh, penalty, I think. Yeah. Dude, what was his extra point percentage? It was like, it wasn't even like, good. <laughs> Dude, there was like a oh. minute and 20-second montage of him missing field goals on Twitter at one point. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. No, dude, my favorite is that uh, clip of him on the season. He's like, it's going to be a movie. It's going to be a movie. <laughs> Luke Logan. We didn't get to do a lot of Luke Logan shit this year. It's 
I I'm like not it, gonna but lie. at the same time, I miss it a little bit, you know? Whoever, what well, was the first game of the season against Louisville? Whoever missed the extra point, I thought that was Caden Costa. I was like, oh, I'm not doing this, man. I, I was like, yo. Was, I was like, who is this? I forgot that kid's name, but he hasn't kicked since. No, there was no need for him to kick. Every I don't know game. why he kicked in the first place. What was that? I don't know. What are we games are we playing here? Oh, that was weird. Yeah, everybody was like, "Oh God, we got like the best." Kicker no, the, in the whole country section just like I was like, "Oh my God, <laughs> no way!" A collective. Uh. I forgot about the Louisville game. That's been so long. They actually look pretty good now. They do. They're bowl eligible. What what's your, what's you think about them against Kentucky this week? Well, we're gonna get there. Do we want to go ahead and just oh. jump into picks here? Yeah. Oh. Let's say that that is the final one we're doing here. So, um, I'll leave Ole Miss for the end because we'll just we'll go ahead and do a, a an actual score prediction too for the hell of it. Yeah. Um, so, but out, outside of that one, and this actually I did want to mention, arguably a better time slot than ours. I would say Friday two thirty CBS. It's Arkansas Missouri. I love that time slot. I wouldn't mind being there. I would not mind that either. I would love Every, it. I would prefer it. Like a turkey Everybody's sandwich. watching that game. Yeah, everybody's watching that game, too. There's nothing else on. Yeah. CBS, like, uh, but Arkansas is a 14.5-point favorite at home. Missouri coming off of that, that huge win, program-defining. Got Dan Mullen fired. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty nice. Um, yeah, so we all took Missouri except for Cody. You got Arkansas covering the 14.5. They're not good. You uh, you big woo pig guy? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yes, sir. Stick <laughs> my dick in the mashed potato and go hogs. <laughs> 11 a.m. Fox. This was on Saturday, game day. This is the only non-conference game we got to pick because there's so many of them this week. But Ohio State, Michigan. Ohio State's an eight-point favorite. We've all got Ohio State. We all agreed on like a lot of these picks. Ohio so, State I mean, last week. That was that was scary, dude. I looked, that was disrespectful. That was scary. I looked at Stroud's numbers. They were ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, he's winning the Heisman. Yeah, he yeah. won the Heisman last week. That was, especially after like how he started the season, that was scary. Like what they did to Michigan State should have been. It was was it forty two to nothing at that, forty eight to nothing at the half. Oh, it was bad. Like they're they're the second best team in the country. Their offense just dismantles teams. Like they just know where to hit you and exploit you, and they do it for sixty minutes. It Stroud has thirty six passing touchdowns. <sighs> How many picks? Like five. five. Okay, five. I mean, that's but like, no. Nah. Oh, that's he has, fine. He has almost thirty-five hundred yards, thirty-six touchdowns, five picks. And he does look better than Bryce Young. So if yeah. it's down between the two of them, sorry, but it's CJ Stroud. The crazy thing is that wide receiver core, Jamison Williams at uh, Alabama, could even play at Ohio State. That receiving core is so good. He could have played. I think that was a little on. Okay, he could have played, but like, it I think that was a little on Ohio State. I think he he's a wide receiver one, but like they they love to say that he couldn't have played there, but that's that's not true. Yeah. Anyway, they're uh, gonna blow Michigan out of the water, even in Ann Arbor. Yeah, yeah. that one. That one. <laughs> we'll move on. So Georgia, Georgia Tech. This is 11 a.m. ABC. If you really want to watch it, this isn't gonna be a game. Thirty-five point favorite. Yeah, thirty-five point favorite Georgia. We all took Georgia. Thank you all for being smart. Nobody cares. It's not even a rivalry anymore here. Like, nobody cares. Like, every time that happens, Bobby Dodd is, like, completely red. It's been, like, When's the last time Tech has won? 
2013, right? 2013. 2014. Yeah. 14. 14. Because they played state. This is my junior year of high school, yeah. Damn. Georgia Tech went to an access bowl. So I imagine if... Right, Reed? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Do y'all imagine what? Uh, I was going to say, if you imagine, like, losing to, like, like being an Ole Miss fan losing to State that many years or a State fan losing to Ole Miss that many years in a row... Dude, Georgia like, Tech fans don't even care anymore. Like, they I would stop, don't I would, care. I, I, I couldn't watch football hardly. Oh, that would just it would kill my soul. Just be like, what's the point? Like, no, a like, state, state fan walk up to me trying to talk football. Like, don't talk to me, bro. No. <laughs> I'm talking about a sport. Like, the way that stadium's red is actually disgusting. I'm kind of curious. Like, cause isn't that how the South Carolina Clemson rivalry is now? Like,. Why are they even playing? It's more half and half. I feel like South Carolina has more. South Carolina has more dignity now. It's six in a row to Clemson. I mean, that was mostly that was Mush Champ, and uh, it hasn't been relevant since the Spurrier years. Basically, I feel like South Carolina has a chance this year, though. Oh yeah. Well, we'll, I guess I'll move on because we will get to that. 11 a.m. ESPN, Florida State, Florida. Now a very interesting game. It is for bowl eligibility, and uh, Florida State is the underdog, and none of us took Florida, so I actually don't have this spread in front of me. It was Florida minus two on the pit, on the sheet. Okay, minus two. But we all took Florida State here. Um, it's at Florida too, right? So Yeah. I think that because they, they don't have a coach, right? Didn't he say he doesn't want to coach the game? Yes. Bowling, he's yeah, take, he's not coaching. I, I'm he's blind, taking man. his ball and going home. I don't blame him. I, I don't blame I, him. Dude, that is such a Dan Mullen move, though. Dude, come on, they he already didn't fired him. It, it, he didn't get a choice. I thought they t- they no. they offered it for him, and he said he didn't want to coach it. I think that's so. what I read. That's what I read. But I mean, you don't. Ever I don't know. I mean, they. Oh, that's gonna be rough. They already don't have a defensive coordinator. Now they don't have a head coach. <laughs> Greg Knox is interim. Florida State by two touchdowns. Yeah, I just feel like that's Florida State's win. And how about? How about the Seminoles making a bowl game after that horrendous start? I don't like. They're I don't tr- like Norvo. Tuning up. I mean, I hate them too, but it's you know that's pretty impressive, I guess. As an as, really as an Ole, as an Ole Miss fan, we're all like, "Thank you, God, for uh, Norvell not happening." Wasn't he? He was our number one. Thank you, Florida State, for staying <laughs> that bowl for us. I think it was a smoke screen because that's what I heard. It was a smoke. I think screen, it was too. But, yeah, it probably yeah. was. I think you're right. Um, all right, 2.30 CBS, for whatever reason, the Iron Bowl, Alabama and Auburn. And uh, we all took Alabama in this one. That's 19 and a half for Bama. Auburn's yeah. looked like shit. I mean. Especially without Bo Nix. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's. Bo Nix. If he, anyway. His children. <laughs> TJ Finley is going to get his shit rock. Yeah. TJ Finley is unnecessarily big. Pause. He is 6'7", 250. Why are you playing quarterback? Jesus Christ. Like, why Jeremy are you? Liggins. Get like, he's so there. lean. He's so lean. Some Jamarcus Russell meat on that guy? Jesus Christ. But he's huge. He's almost as big as he's, Chef. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, go play basketball. Dude, he could be yeah. a mean tight end. He's, what, 6'7", 245 is what you said? Mm-hmm. You know that you watched the Marquette game, right? I don't watch all this basketball. That that dude that was kicking our asses that size. Sheesh. That exact size. Like he could definitely go play some basketball. 
Um, all right, 245 SEC Network. No one's watching this, but it's Vandy at Tennessee. I'm watching Vanderbilt, 31-point underdogs. And um, looks like Reed and Cody, you guys took Vanderbilt to cover that. Chef and I took Tennessee. I chose Tennessee is- for one reason. Tennessee needs 53 points to set the all-time school record of points scored in a year. I oh, think they do that. He's going for it. Is that regular season or is that the entire season plus counting the bowl game? He can do oh, it. So this they're going to get that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Get that anyway. But I think he sets it this game. There's no telling who they play in a bowl game. It's our last Damn. last projection I saw them was they were playing Clemson in a bowl game, so they wouldn't get it at Clemson. Probably not. Maybe the Clemson know. defense many... is still good. It's just the offense. Depends on how many points they get against Vandy. If you told me they got like. 35 here, and they only need 28 Clemson. I can buy it. Dude, the thing with Vandy is their coaching staff, they got a four-star QB commit today for the next class, the 23 class. Jesus. I don't know what they're selling. They're committing quarterbacks better than we are. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know what they're selling. but That education, that Vanderbilt education. Like, if my – I don't know. If my kid had, like – if he hadn't offered to go to Vanderbilt, it'd be hard for me to like not influence my kid to go to Vanderbilt just for like the academics. And a great yeah. place to visit. He's a number twenty four <laughs> quarterback in the country for the uh, next class. Where's he from? Louisiana. Damn, they went down to Louisiana and snagged one. Yep. He'll flip. He has nowhere to flip to. Right it was either there in Nebraska. He's a baseball kid too. Ah, oh, oh, there it is. That's that's it. Well, he's he a start. He's a, he's a JRP baseball kid. He's a football first, baseball second. So he's elite at both sports. He's not elite. He's just going to be one. He's going to be sitting in the dugout with a uniform. Hey man, I just wanted to give a shout out to the man, John Rice Plumley. Have to, have to. He, he started a lot to. of games last year. All hell, King Plumley. Amen. He's actually one person who's improved at receiver that I'm actually impressed with. I will say, given we, his circumstances. Dude, he's got two more years. He could end up being a solid receiver. He really could. Does he? Is he going to take those two years? I mean, he could. He has no choice. Where's I mean, he going to go? He might get drafted in baseball, though, and then. What? Dude, they always take our guys. Like, it might be late, but he'll, he will get drafted. Dude, Plumlee is definitely the type of guy to stay like seven years if he could. You think so? Yes. Did y'all see this? The Jerion Ely versus Will Rogers subway thing. Yeah, what? They're having a subway competition. Like whoever's like the signature sub, whoever sells the most gets a, like a donation to their charity. Oh, I thought you were talking about like eating subways. <laughs> I was like, it sounds like a terrible <laughs> idea. These guys' guts are gonna be ruined. <laughs> it's gonna have to run the ball forty times, and Will's gonna throw it a thousand times. It sounds like a terrible idea. No, I did not see that. What did y'all think about Ely's comments, by the way? They were weak. Didn't love them? I mean, he said <laughs> what he said. I mean, he said what he said. I, I mean, I don't like he said what? what? He said Stickville and I don't like mud? Yeah. I mean, whatever. I think Reed's right. It's probably a little weak. It was a little cringe, but I let it slide. I mean, it's weak, but I mean... They asked it's him, our guy, so I'm behind it, sure. Yeah. But. They, they asked him like a... I mean, it was kind of a weird question to ask, but whatever. All right, uh, Texas A&M 
playing LSU. Um, LSU's season mercifully comes to an end. They're six and a half point dogs at home. And um, we all took Texas A&M. I don't think any of us see uh, LSU winning that. They barely beat ULM last week, so no. The Warhawks are a solid team. You couldn't even score 30 on them, though? What? ULM beat Liberty. Liberty got drugged through the mud last week by Napier. (laughs) Did they really? Yes. I didn't know they played. Napier, absolutely. I I just looked at at, uh, Louisiana's schedule, too, and... Did not see that. Louisiana won forty-two to fourteen. Ooh, buddy. Guess that Malik Willis packing hitting as hard as he. Oh no, he's better than Corral though. <laughs> that right. <laughs> All three of those interceptions. Uh, Six thirty, ESPN two. That's Kentucky and Louisville, and I think Kentucky was two point underdogs, two and a half maybe. We all took Kentucky on this one, surprisingly. I almost took Louisville. I really think Louisville might win. It's at Louisville too, but I almost took them. But I almost took them. But Papa John's gets wild at night, man. I, that that might be a mess for Kentucky. You say Papa John's? Yeah, it's Papa John's Stadium. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, Papa John's yeah. Stadium. Papa yeah, John's Cardinal it. Stadium. Okay, that's where it is, man. I didn't know that. He's their biggest yeah. booster before he decided to say the Edward meetings. <laughs> What's he doing now? He got fired from his own company. Like, I don't know what he's doing. They changed the name to just Papa John's, like, one word. Like, he got fired from his own company. Is is Shaq running that shit now? You gotta be a special piece of shit to get fired from your own company. I don't understand how they did that. Like, like, bro. The board. Yeah, we're gonna need you to leave. (laughs) But we're keeping the name. We're keeping the name. I'm not understanding yeah. how you get fired from your own company. <laughs> leave all your shit, but you need to leave. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, final game of the night. SEC Network, Clemson, South Carolina. We hit on this one earlier. And it is Reed and I that took South Carolina to cover. their 11.5 point underdogs. It's at South Carolina. If you told me they win, I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't think they'd beat Florida or Auburn, but they did that, so... They absolutely decimated Florida. Like that was brutal. South Carolina has that momentum, though. Who's the bigger goofball, South Carolina's head coach or Drinkwitz? I can't remember. Drinkwitz. I think Drinkwitz. Yeah. I think Beamer's just kind of like Beamer's just weird to me, man. The winner they beat Florida. He was like, he was just like shook. It seemed like he was shook that they won a football game. I think he was. Yeah, I I would have been shook too. I think he was genuinely like, "What the f-? like?" No, like they blew them out. Like that was not supposed to happen. That was a massacre. That was ugly. Like I watched the highlights. They had like a guy wide open in the like. I'm talking about like everybody was ten yards up. I'm talking he was just wide open. Yeah, in the end yeah zone. They, they posted like a meme off the. Yeah, I was like, "What is?" That's why I knew Dan was gone. I was like, "He's gone." Cody, they have a starting quarterback, and then they have a graduate assistant that wasn't even supposed to play as a backup. And then they played his backup for the Florida game. And won. So that's why he was like, how are we winning this game? So that because quarterback I'm playing probably, some scrub. That quarterback was probably like a punter that happened to play quarterback in like eighth grade or something. I don't even know who he was. I was about to say, I, I can't tell I you don't his name. Know I know the backup's name. The backup was like Zeb something. Zeb, Zeb Nolan. Nolan. 
Okay, so this kid is Jason Brown. He is a transfer from St. Francis in uh, Pennsylvania. He was Big born in 99. School. Big football school, St. Francis. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's all it says. I mean, did he play again? Against, who played against Auburn? I don't know. I think he did. Is this kid, is this kid the truth? Dude, he might be. I mean, he almost beat Missouri, too. Yeah. What is going on in Columbia? I want to make some make a comment about our fans real quick. Why do they worry so freaking much about what uniform we are wearing? I don't care as long as it's not the gray pants. Thank you. I that is so tired. Like Jesus what? Christ. I think it's because it's all for like Twitter cloud or like a person. You know how everyone does the whole like oh it's baseball season shit when it's December. Or February or whatever. And it's all like... It's it's this like personality people do. Plus, like, we've oh. always had something to complain about. Like, that's our thing to complain about. Oh, Lane. Uniforms. Lane wears powder blue too much. I'm a uniform guy. I, I know everything about uniforms. Like, no matter what we wear, it's always wrong. The other one that gets sure. me is like, why did why did we paint the you know, why do we paint the touchdowns those color for wearing those color uniforms? Like, shut up. Shut up. Please stop. No, there's one person complaining about us not wearing red last week. Like they literally made it like completely obvious that it was a tribute to the uniforms for Chucky. We do that every yeah. time we play Vanderbilt. I thought, like, like I thought I was... yeah. yes, because of because that was who we were playing whenever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. Like, shut the hell up. Those it... helmets look clean as f- too. Yes. Yes. Like, I love this literally, game. like, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you can play my uniforms, and you're listening right now, like, shut the hell up. Reed, <laughs> is, uh, is State going to pull out some sort of gold trim uniforms again? I gotta hope not. Those are ugly. Those are terrible. That, that's all Adidas, and that's, well, State might have a part in it, but that's all Adidas. If you guys want to do, like, a blackout the correct way, like, instead of the way Tennessee did it, that would be cool. Yeah, like, I actually wear black helmets? Yes. We have black helmets. That would probably be pretty clean. I hope State goes with their traditional maroon, maroon, and white. I hope and Ole Miss goes baby blue, white, white for Ole Miss. When's the last time we wore powder, though, against State? Baby blue. I don't think so. I don't, powder, I don't, know, powder, that, I don't know that we have what, what, is, what is baby blue? I don't know that we have worn powder against State. This is when we need Randy. We need we, Randy. Randy would know this off the top of his head. <laughs> oh, we wore that. did it was in the 90s, like early 90s. Ole Miss usually pulls out the Navy helmets for State. We yeah, that I, I right. think I'm 90% sure just me, navy, white, white. Uh, let's wear uh, white helmets. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Randy would this kill one, me right now. Helmet. Randy would end the episode. <laughs> what's, what's your score prediction, Cody? Uh, 31-27, Rebs. A little closer than last year. Three points closer. Wasn't it 31-24 last year? That I think it's closer right. than yeah, uh, it might have been. Oh yeah, because yeah. State was a hell mary away from tying the game up. Yeah. I think it was thirty-one twenty-four. All right, so about the same, but a little closer. Chef, thirty-five fourteen Rebs. Okay, look, <laughs> that's barring the weather because I, I like it. If it if it rains, what are you gonna do? You're not stopping. Yeah, but they're short little passes. Are you, are you saying they're gonna fumble it a bunch? I just don't. I think Will Rogers is not accurate enough to throw in. Yeah, you can only check down so much before he gets sniffed out. 
Yeah, but 14 points? Think yeah. about it. It's Matt Corral's last ever Egg Bowl. The defense. Is, the defense Mississippi is, State has scored 14 or less one time this year, and that was against Alabama. How many games do y'all play in the rain, Reed? None. Oh, uh, none I could think of. When we when we played in the rain, we won by forty and we scored sixty. <laughs> yeah, we ran that shit up. Yeah, man. we loved it. I was in so, the damn stadium till twelve thirty. Dude, that was the worst game ever. We never need to do that again. I was just fighting sleep. Yep. Man, I was just happy that game happened. Yeah, I I didn't think it was. Gonna I was happen. having so much fun in the stadium, man. I'm not even gonna lie. I was drunk as fuck and it was raining. It was so fun. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, forty-two to thirty-four, something like that. And then uh, Reed, what do you got? If it's raining, Ole Miss wins twenty-four to twenty. But if it's clear sky, State wins thirty-eight thirty-four. Oh, you got to pick one, my guy. No, no, oh, I, I'm okay with that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, just, no, I, I did, I did pick Ole Miss in my picks, but just. It's based on the weather. Right now, I have Ole Miss winning twenty four twenty. See, that's such a big factor is the weather. That's weird though. If it rains, it if it rains, we feed Snoop. Yeah, that helps us big. Snoop and Paris like all night. This is gonna be a shootout. Yeah. Well, we haven't had one of those in a while. I guess Arkansas would have been the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do that meatball marinara on that two part, two point conversion? I, I like Corral a lot in a shootout. On his final game, I like him with healthy receivers. Oh uh, well, we got those. It looks like M- Mingo. Uh, do we? Mingo. Mingo's back. Mingo's back. But we all just said he wasn't like really healthy. And is is he's Braylon healthy actually healthy? Play. He's he. What did you say? Is Braylon actually healthy? Braylon's never healthy. Braylon, but he plays. Braylon has no. not been healthy for five years. Yeah. <laughs> It's too late for him to get. You know what's you know what's crazy about that Arkansas game? I, I'm pretty sure I probably mentioned this too when I, we talked about it. But all that offense, not a single player, he not a single player caught the ball more than twice. With all those huge plays. Oh, but I was told I was I was told Corral was going to struggle because all he knew how to do was throw to Laza there. Well, mm. I don't think I don't think that was bad true. year for haters. He, he he proved that wrong in the bowl game. I think this when he week, got John Raz Plumley catching the ball. <laughs> this week, I think we let the best running back room in the state run wild. I don't think we throw a lot. Honestly. Hot take there. We didn't forget those comments. How's that a hot dreadhead. take? The, the, uh, because the the dirty the dreadhead said it. <laughs> oh, the best. You, you don't remember that? Yeah, the yeah, best yeah, journalist yeah. in the state said that the. He Ole says Snoop was the best running room. Oh, they, no, no. He said that Ole Miss's running back room wasn't even the best in the state. Yeah. yeah. He also said that includes Snoop. Yeah. He said Snoop wasn't an NFL back. We have four, five hundred plus yard rushers. That is a weird take. How is Snoop not an NFL back? He probably doesn't think anybody in there is an NFL running back. No. Wait, who said that? Walker or Steve? Steve. 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 Walker oh. at least is like reasonable sometimes, which. Feels weird to say, but he does sometimes make sense. But See, like Steve just never does. Steve's Walt, just blind by his hate. I, my my thing with Walker, I feel like he's not actually he's 
I feel like he's not actually as bad as he acts like he is. He just does it for the attention and for the brand. He yes. knows he's going to get responses and interactions. Yeah. Like, yes. Steve is genuinely just a damn idiot. Steve <laughs> believes what he says. One thing I respect about Steve is his, like, constant hate. Like, you gotta hate somebody to constantly hate him like he hates us. Like, he's written, what, like, two three, books about it? Yeah, two three books. books. <laughs> Got another grown man's call logs. Like, Dude, like, that's some real hate. I'll get, like, notifications, like, Steve is in Meridian for book signings. I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> get out of my city. Ooh. <laughs> All right, well, Egg Bowl on Thursday, Thanksgiving, of course, we all know, 6.30 ESPN, and um, hopefully you know, we'll come back next week, talk about an Egg Bowl win. So thanks for listening. We'll, guys, we'll see you guys next time. Don't you ever get tired of acting like a